the United States striking two facilities in Syria targeting Iranian-backed militias following attacks on U.S. forces. I want to bring in now our CNN military analyst, retired Air Force Colonel Septric Layton, and also retired Lieutenant General Mark Hurtling. Uh, Colonel Layton, uh, first of all, these strikes uh, do come after what we saw were a series of uh, attacks on U.S. interests in the region that seemed very much coordinated. What message is the United States sending here? Well, basically, Abby, the message is uh, don't do this. Uh, don't attack us. There were 12 attacks against uh, bases in uh, Iraq and uh, four attacks, I believe, in Syria. So these kinds of attacks are ones that to put U.S. personnel at risk. Uh, and ironically, they are bases that have been used uh, to fight ISIS, which is also in Iran's interest to fight ISIS. They were, in essence, quasi-allies with us uh, in, a, in a very odd way against uh, ISIS. And this is something that, uh, you know, they should not be doing to us at this particular point. But, of course, they have a larger mission in mind on the Iranian side. They're supporting Hamas. And, yes, these attacks were most certainly coordinated. And General Hurtling, we've been talking to you on, on this show for weeks now about the risk of escalation in the region. The United States is walking a real tightrope here in how it responds to Iranian provocation, uh, but how it's trying to not actually escalate this crisis. How do you think they are striking that balance right now? Well, first of all, Abby, you have to understand that the president has given the Ayatollah a warning to stop these attacks. As, as Cedric said, it's against the Al-Tanf Al uh, base in Syria and against both Erbil and, and Al-Assad Air Base in, uh, in Iraq. Those are two, three places, truthfully, that have been struck multiple times by Iranian missiles and attempted uh, Iranian proxy attacks. Uh, but, but they've been somewhat ad hoc. Uh, but within the last couple of days, since the 17th of October, those attacks, as Cedric just said, have increased in, in not only missile attack, rocket attacks, but also drone attacks. They have been warned several times by both the president and the secretary of defense that we have the right to defend our military personnel in bases overseas. Secretary Austin also put out a message tonight after the president gave the same message to the Ayatollah saying, this is not uh, an extension of the war in Gaza. This is us protecting our personnel. And he has warned the Iranians several times that they knew, the United States knows through their intelligence sources, that Iranian proxies were behind these attacks. So it was a warning. It was finally executed in terms of a, an attack against those Iranian proxy elements, the PMF. And I think there's continuous attempts to say this is not part of the Israeli mission in, in Israel, but it is us defending our soldiers who are stationed in bases in the region. Now, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin issuing a strongly worded statement tonight directed at Iran. He, he says, Iran wants to hide its hand and deny its role in these attacks against our forces. We will not let them. Uh, I want to bring in now back to uh, the, the show, General Mark Hurtling, who is here with us. Lloyd Austin also saying these are targeted and in self-defense. What's your reaction to the way that he directed this at Iran, but tried to say it's limited in its scope. 
Well, well, Abby, first you have to know that there are 900 U.S. military personnel at the Altaf base that was attempted to be struck and was struck uh, by these Iranian proxies. The second thing you need to know is there is great intelligence. We have been watching these proxies uh, with various means, various intelligence means. That's the way the U.S. military works. So when Secretary Austin, who has fought in this area before, in fact, he was my boss in Iraq, says that, hey, we know they're hiding their hand. We know they're hiding their hand. We know there's intelligence behind them giving orders to Iranian proxies, the so-called popular mobilization front, saying, strike the Americans. And because there have been so many strikes in the last few days, these are not the, the typical random strikes by these paramilitary groups. This is a planned attempt at intimidating the US. And what the secretary is saying is, we're not gonna allow you to do that. And we know that Iran is trying to expand this conflict to take it to take the attention away from what Israel is doing in Gaza. Yeah, General Mark Hartling, uh, grateful to have you here on all of that. Thank you. New overnight, the Israeli Defense Forces conducted targeted raids inside Gaza before withdrawing. This is the second time in two days that that's happened. Video published by the IDF shows moving tanks and armored vehicles, as well as strikes on buildings and in open areas. All this happening as tensions in the region escalate. The Pentagon says that the U.S. carried out airstrikes in Syria targeting two facilities linked to Iranian-backed militias. Defense officials say this was in retaliation for attacks against U.S. forces in the region over the last 10 days. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said the strikes were, quote, narrowly targeted in self-defense, emphasizing that they were separate from the war in Israel and Gaza. Austin also promised further strikes if the attacks by Iran on U.S. forces continue. Jim Shudo is in the Golan Heights for us, and Kim Dozier, CNN Global Affairs analyst, also joins us. But Jim, of course, we want to go uh, first to you on the scene uh, there. Bring us up to speed on what happened with these strikes overnight and why the U.S. made this move. Good morning, Casey. Standing here in the Golan, and you can see Syria behind me here. It's just a reminder that in the northern part of Israel, and when you get into the Golan, you have, in effect, two international borders that Israel is directing its attention at, uh, certainly Lebanon, where Hezbollah is based, but also Syria, where you have Iranian-backed militias as well. And, and the significance of these U.S. strikes overnight uh, is that it appears to be retaliation for strikes on U.S. forces by Iran-backed uh, forces in both Syria and Iraq. But notably, this is a base that doesn't just have, at times, Iranian-backed militias. It has actual Iranian forces from the Iran Revolutionary Guard Corps, the, the RRGC. And it's not clear that the U.S. prior to these strikes was certain that there were no Iranian personnel there. In other words, uh, a risk there that these U.S. strikes could have impacted Iranian forces on the ground. That shows the seriousness with which the U.S. is responding to strikes on its own forces uh, in the region. I'll tell you where we are this morning. The border area looks calm, but there is certainly, like in the northern part of Israel near Lebanon, a large Israeli military presence. They are on alert. They are watching very closely. Yeah, no, of course they are. Um, Kim Dozier, let me bring you into this conversation. Uh, what message uh, does this send to Iran? To keep its proxies in check that it could risk U.S. retaliation for um, any strikes that it makes, again, on U.S. forces. And this is important as um, Iranian proxies uh, and 
uh, Iranian-backed politicians inside Iraq have called for violence against the U.S., against U.S. facilities. Iran has these proxies and supporters in a number of locations where it can sort of like a lever turn up um, the uh, aggravation, the violence against U.S. and other facilities. And uh, Lloyd Austin is sending a message that the U.S. is moving um, forces into the region to take care of that, and that if it happens again, the U.S. will consider striking again. Uh, Jim, what do we know about the nature of the injuries that were sustained uh, by U.S. troops? At this point, it does not appear to be life-threatening, but, but let's be clear, when you attack bases in this way, you, you could very easily kill U.S. forces. And of course, that could conceivably level up the U.S. response. We've seen deadly attacks by Iranian-backed forces, militias in the past on, on U.S. forces in the region. And, and that just shows what a tinderbox uh, this region is right now. The, the chances of escalation, right, is that a small thing that perhaps, whether it's Iran or the U.S., intends to be limited to some degree, it's not clear that they can enforce those limits, right? If, if, if you drop enough rockets on a base, you might kill U.S. Uh, forces or contractors. If, if the U.S. drops enough uh, bombs and strikes on, on an Iranian base inside Syria, you might very well kill uh, Iranian forces. And, and that presents the danger then, of course, of further escalation. It's just another reminder uh, that you have many fronts in this conflict right now and many players uh, with real dangers uh, of things moving beyond where any of the parties want it to move, right? And, and that's, the, that, that's the nature of the alert right now.